This is Dulay Hill, a.k.a. Gus Silly Pants Jackson. But you know what? You can call me the number one fan of the number one podcast in the world, Chubstep. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Uh, and the show has started. And happy birthday. Happy birthday yesterday to me. Well, Jay, the people don't know. Your birthday is when this episode comes out. No, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be like six days for my birthday, five days. Okay. Yeah, but we didn't mention it on the last show. Okay, so happy birthday this- to me. Yay! Oh my gosh. Extravaganza episode. We got big stuff. We got uh, my fish are all joining the pod. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in reality, we have a guest. Yes, Jurassic Gen. Big teaser. Yeah, Jurassic Gen's going to be joining us. I mean, it's not going to be a teaser because it's going to say it on the episode title. True. So, Some people don't read those. I don't read those a lot of the time. <laughs> the title you don't read? No, I just go right into it. You just let it play. I like it, too. I like the, the dedication. So we're going to get to that. Um, before that, see, should we talk quick about our interactions this past weekend? Yeah, we should talk about our interactions. Um, really close and wet. Because of the implication. Yes. Very close and <laughs> wet interactions. Uh, we, Steve went out of the river. Uh, jet skis, boats. Not sun. It was cloudy. But you could imagine, had there been sun. That was the one um, downfall. But the upfall was, I still got sunburned somehow. I also got sunburned somehow. And I don't understand that because there was the sun came down for maybe, I mean, before three o'clock, maybe like a total of like 15 minutes. Yeah. And somehow I am really sunburned. And Ed is everybody uh, that I talked to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing. I, you know, the seed science I did on uh, absorbing melatonin in from the sun really yeah. did not go that in depth. Yeah. Um, based on cloud coverage and i think that clouds are not the best at blocking the sun's harmful uv rays yeah i feel like you get all the negative sides of it without the positive sides like you don't get the warmth but you still get the sunburn and that's kind of bullshit it is it is bullshit um but it was fun had a lot of the drink of the summer blas out there Bud light apple bush light apple sorry i was bush light Light apple. apple Uh, a lot of jello shots yes which has become a birthday tradition jay i did not yeah. know you were so into jello shots you know what i uh <laughs> i wasn't until this has become a birthday tradition i uh i'm okay with jello shots as long as it's a good jello you know i mean like there's so many crazy good flavored jellos out there go for it i you know yeah it, the thing about jello shots is that they can be made with almost no alcohol in them or they can be made with a ton so like 
and it depends on who's ever making them. So like I've been to events where it's like, I've had a, a ton of jello shots. I played in this volleyball tournament not too long ago. I don't know. I immediately had like eight or nine jello shots with a bunch of beers. And I was not like, you know, it was not like taking eight or nine shots. They might've had like a quarter of the amount of alcohol as a shot, you know? Yeah. It's hard to judge. It is hard to judge. And I don't think you really know until it's too late. And I don't understand it. Cause like, do you bake jello? No. I thought you like cooked it or something. You boil it. I think, you know what, actually, to be fair, I've never made it either, but I believe you boil it and then you put it in the little um, containers and then you put it in the fridge. But I know you do not bake it. You don't, you don't throw if it you, in the oven. If you boil vodka, I feel like that takes away all the vodka out of the jello. Uh, I think it, I think you actually need a flame to boil out alcohol a lot of times. Like you actually need to light it uh, like a flambe. You ever seen the cooking shows? Oh. Where they'll light it up like that. You know, Jay, I've, I've flammed before. Yeah, I know you've flammed before. This is just for the uh, the people that are listening that have not flammed. Yeah, well, if you haven't, I recommend it. It gets out of hand really quickly, and <laughs> <Yeah>. it's fun. <laughs> Sometimes it lasts way longer than you're expecting, depending on the amount of alcohol in there. And it can yeah. get scary uh, And you fast. just got to, all the people around you are like, is this normal? And you just got to be like, yep, yeah, I cool. know what I'm doing. You got to play it cool at that point. <laughs> Yeah, it is a good effect. The house doesn't burn down. Yeah, there's certain <laughs> things in cooking that it's like, you obviously there's a flavor component of, of flambéing something, but at the same time, that's a big wow factor, right? I mean, like the hibachi grill Japanese places are built on these kind of wow factors like that. Yeah, they are built on that onion volcano. Yeah, I mean, nobody goes there. This is, this is like the best, uh, you know, steak of my life or, you know, fried rice or whatever in my life. Now they can have good food, but like, that's not the reason you're going there. You're going there you're for, going the, for the show, for baby. the fire, for the show. So yeah, if you have, if you're cooking for other people and you want to give them a little show, flambe something, even if you don't end up even using it, <laughs> just have a separate pot going with a good flambe. Hey, it makes sense. From this moment forward, I decree no more schnitzel or strudel. Let's get some American food up in there. I, my note is, uh, you know, jet ski is very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take those things uh, seriously. Uh, oh, yeah. Going 70 miles an hour. Yeah. No matter, even if you're, the water is a very false sense of security. Yes. Well, that's the problem with it. Is it's like you do think that you're kind of invincible on water, but like my legs are pretty bruised right now. I did the, uh, the tube for a while. And uh, I took some hard, I took some hard falls. I don't regret yeah. it, but I mean, like it's, I definitely was not, it's, it's better than the ground, but it's not nothing. <laughs> Especially when you like start rolling into yourself. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I don't know how, but somehow I'd smash both my legs while yeah. being ejected from a jet ski. Yeah. We're going to, uh, Jen is here. Jen is here. So we're going to let her in. Recording live from somewhere. Hello and welcome back. Hi. Hi. I, uh, I'd hate to bring this up right now, but um while looking at my fish tank, one of my shrimp has been murdered by the other fish. Oh no. Yeah, that's yeah. that is sad. It, it's okay. Sorry, sorry to bring down the vibe. But welcome back. Did you want to say any welcome back, my did you have any like nice murdered. words to say about the shrimp? Um <laughs> Yeah, nice words about the shrimp. You, uh, dear shrimp, you did a great job. Sorry about this beep. Also, I'm all over the place. Um, 
you hid in a cave most of your life, and I only saw you two times probably, but you were a good shrimp. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> not very... to be laughing at this sad time, but yeah, that was actually not appropriate. Okay, it was, it was a tough, tough four dollars and fifty cents that I lost out on. Oh no! <laughs> People know you as Jurassic Jen, but your real name is Jen Durst. Yes, it is. Yes, uh, and you have that as your Zoom name. <laughs> I have my real name as mine. I don't know what Seabass. I don't even Paul. I don't even know what that is. What is the Seabass name? So Seabass. My middle name is Sebastian. Okay. Okay. And oh. uh, if you remember from Dumb and Dumber, uh, the line where he goes, "Kick his ass, Seabass." Maybe I don't remember nobody that. remembers. I also don't remember. I have that. to rewatch it. It's been a while. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, I'll take your word for it. Bass and he uh, almost beats up uh, Jim Carrey in a diner. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And, oh. Yeah. So my I've shortened my middle name to Sea Bass. Gotcha. I love it. Yeah, I have changed my name on Zoom before to like you know Chub Step J Rad and different things like that, and then I forget that I'm joining a non podcast call and i'll still have like a shirtless picture of brendan fraser as my background picture or something <laughs> like that and, and uh, it's too much to have to change it yeah yeah so it's too much too much too much uh too much. but thank you for joining this is i think your third time on the show i think so right yeah i think so uh, yes mm-hmm. and it's been a while it's been because, a while. That's why I can't remember. I'm like, yeah. wait, I can't remember if it was like one or two or like mixed. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe more sure. five, six. Uh, you have been a regular on Hollywood Late Night with Rocco. Yes. Yes, I have. We ha- we haven't been um, doing a bunch lately, so we're trying to get more consistent against. But yes, I've been. I'm a regular with his podcast. Are, okay, so when do you? What do you have to do to get the Jen also in the name? Because you're on the website, I saw. But the Jen. Oh, you mean to get like Hollywood? Yeah, with, with Rocco, Rocco and Jen. Jurassic Jen. I probably could just ask him and hope I would just do it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took me. I just me, haven't I think... thought about it or cared that much. But yes, I'll ask him next time. He'll do okay. it. <laughs> It, it took me six months, maybe longer, maybe like a year just to get my picture on the Chubstep uh, picture. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Jared's, uh, he runs a tight ship over here. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been harder. It would have been harder if I worked with Jared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Rocco, you know, easy peasy. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like to get do the YouTube show. That's fun to watch it. Uh, live yeah. There. He just started doing that. Yeah. And he didn't tell me. That's why I was like, even today, I was like, is it just audio or is it video? Because he doesn't tell me sometimes. And I go and I look horrible. And I'm like, why are you recording me? So yeah. I was like on edge today. I'm like, they better not be joking and then put me on video. No, 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 no tricks, no tricks, no tricks. No tricks here. Only yeah. in Rocco's show. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a couple of things that happened recently. It was why I wanted to get you on the show. And not, you know, not that there has to be something drastic related to have you on the show, but it is a good it just makes breaker. sense sometimes. it does it yeah. just makes sense yeah. I mean, it does make sense <laughs> yeah um, but before we get to those after i watched the movie i had a few questions for you and okay. i wondered if you had answers to those okay hopefully um, the first Jurassic park starts with they use dna that they found in a mosquito right yes 
can a mosquito, it doesn't seem like it would be able to penetrate the dinosaur's flesh. I know. <laughs> Even when they show the little cartoon, it looks yeah. like he's working really hard to get in there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think that's why I think they did like they they spoke about how that's like nonsense, like that can never really happen. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. Okay, so you you agree with that one? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. But who knows? Like, if I'm wearing jeans, like I can't, I can't venture my <laughs> I know because even in I think it's Fallen Kingdom, they can't even get a needle in the T Rex. Yes. Like she's like puncturing it and like slamming it in them, and it's like finally she gets it in. So I can't imagine the mosquito. Yeah. Well, this yeah. could have been a you know ancient mosquito, well adapted to fight through That's scales. That's true. But don't they show it in the it, amber? Like who would it sting? Right back then, yeah. it probably. That's true. But yeah. oh, maybe it went showed on in the amber and looks far, like maybe it went like on their stomach where it wasn't too tough or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Okay. okay. We'll yeah. give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then the other thing I was thinking about, if they only got the DNA from one mosquito, how did they make all the other dinosaurs? That's a good point. I think we need to call Steven Spielberg. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm going too deep here. I'm going too deep. I'm thinking about it too much. <laughs> no, it's true. I even like see all these like mistakes made in the movie and I'm like, okay, but it's still a great movie. So we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I wasn't it. trying to we'll go with yeah. it. I was I was trying to keep the Hollywood, you know, part of it alive, but I like I I just I just had questions that I was just curious if they were ever answered or they were just you're they're supposed to ignore those. And how they find like all the other blood to all the other dinosaurs. Yes. Maybe they found a bunch of mosquitoes and we just saw the first part. Yeah. Just yeah, the yeah. One that they <laughs> yes. And they all had different dinosaur blood. In them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe you know this. Uh, were dinosaurs cold blooded or were they warm blooded? Um, I don't know. I think I want to say like warm, but I'm not sure. I Okay. Because the only reason I was thinking about this, when I watched the newest dominion Jurassic world dominion yes uh-huh there's a lot of snow scenes so, uh, uh-huh and i'm just like if they were cold-blooded in the snow the whole time yeah they look like you man obviously they're kind of like lizards but kind of like birds it's it's kind of confusing so i it's like yeah lizards couldn't survive in that winter environment but like i don't it just seemed strange that they were in snow but also, they, I just looked it up. They were warm-blooded. Okay, so there you go. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> I was like, now I gotta look this up. That's why I was like, I thought I heard because, like, I'm in the Jurassic like fandom and world and stuff, but I don't like study dinosaurs. But like, yeah. I learn a lot because like other yeah. people do, and they're always posting stuff. And I could swear I heard somebody say it was warm-blooded, but I wasn't sure, so I didn't want to get. But I just looked it up on my computer and it says it. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, go. I probably should have done that, but I just figured it. <laughs> it <asked>. says evidence. <laughs> it says there's evidence that show they were warm-blooded. So I guess that's okay. what I mean. It's like a so definite. They could live in snow then. Yeah. That, yeah. that continuity, it sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and start saying like there's evidence behind everything that I say. Like, oh yeah, there's evidence behind the mosquitoes. If you're confident enough. It, yeah. people will believe you yeah they don't know they don't even know need to know what the evidence is if you just see that there's evidence exactly they're good. well if it happened 65 million years ago too you yeah. can how are they, yeah you can like you, it like who really knows yeah just say prove it <laughs> yeah. yeah okay who really knows so i did want to talk about this movie dress world dominion yes because jeff goldblum sent it and i review every one of his movies i know 
Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> oh, that was one of the ones I was on, all the Jeff Goldblum ones. Yes. Yes. The movies. Yeah. So I want to hear your thoughts on the movie before I bias it with my thoughts. Okay. Well, it wasn't what I expected at all. Like at all. Like I didn't even have like I didn't really know what the storyline was going to be about as much as like dinosaurs walking with us. Yeah. But um the whole theme and storyline was like not what I expected at all. So what, what I went did you in expect? and I yeah. I expected a little bit more of that. Like I expected more like there's dinosaurs in Vegas and like a storyline there and mm-hmm. there's dinosaurs in Cuffalo. And like although they show that like in little parts that they're just walking amongst us, I didn't think like the setting was gonna be like all over the place and like yeah. in you know, like what where they went and all that stuff. So like like they were in Malta for a while and they had like dinosaurs, but I just expected it to be like more like the whole story was out here. So um and I didn't think there was going to be a story based on like Maisie and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like because it was based on that. I didn't know about the lo- locusts, like all that yeah. stuff. So that was just all like things thrown at me. Yeah. So I enjoy, I enjoyed the movie as a movie, but it wasn't what I expected. But I do say what saved it for me, which made me like, was having the old crew back. Like yes. it just got me like emotional. I don't really cry in movies, but that part, like, it just it's emotional and when they all like combine and get together the way they did that was just like amazing so I feel like when they all got together I felt like it became like a Jurassic Park movie again and it got me emotional like nostalgia all that stuff but before that it just felt like a movie with my favorite people in it let's say mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after that I was like okay now we're getting somewhere I'm feeling it and it's like it's amazing like even with Jeff Goldblum scene where he he it's not a flare obviously but it's like the fire and he's trying to get the dinosaurs attention and it just reminded me of the first movie and it like I was like I just got the chills and I was like okay now we're talking now we're here but too bad that was towards the end of the movie but yeah yeah, yeah. that's when it worked so yeah I wouldn't I didn't I did enjoy it it just wasn't what I expected but there were great parts in it that like brought me back and made me want to cry a little bit so so what would you rank it then in comparison to if you had to do the six rankings? Because we've had you do this before, but there's only five or four at the time. So what would you, how would your yeah, overall ranking Yeah, so obviously the first one, Jurassic Park yeah. one. Um, I think Jurassic World is still my second favorite. Mm-hmm. And I know people get at me for Jurassic Park 3, but I still put that up there. I agree, so I, I agree. I love Jurassic Park. It just feels like, I know it's cheesy and I rewatched it again and it was kind of cheesier than I remembered, but I still loved it. And actually the Lost World, um, I didn't enjoy it as much younger as I am right now. So it's kind of like, you know, with Jurassic Park 3 now. And then I still think Fallen Kingdom is the worst one. So I feel like it would go right under Fallen Kingdom. So yeah, I had had that Mm -hmm. exact same rating on mine. I thought the exact same thing. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I agree. I, there was a couple of things I really liked. There was a lot of homages to past yes. Jurassic Park things. So, Those are my favorites. Yeah. Yes. I, here's a couple I pointed. There's probably some other ones you saw. Uh, the Barbasol can. Yes. Uh, randomly there. Jeff Golden starts unbuttoning his shirt at one point. Yeah. Ew, and then like he buttons it back up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, there's the part where she's hanging from a parachute which is also just like Jurassic Park 3 when the movie kind of starts ah, off I didn't even notice that one yeah I th- it's when, she, when that plane just crashes where she has to get ejected from the plane 
and then the ah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Parachute. Yeah. Uh, Golden's wearing his leather jacket again. I don't know if I mean that just. Mm-hmm. He's also wearing kind of like the same outfit almost. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the taking off the glasses. Now, Laura Dern did this. It wasn't as extreme as uh, in the first movie when they first see the dinosaurs and he does the glasses thing, but she she kind of fumbles with her glasses as she she kind of takes them off in, in a weird way, kind of similar. Yeah, vibes you could to, totally tell that it was yeah. very similar. They even showed it like in the trailers, like, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah, for sure. So I did like that. I did like um, the parts of the dinosaurs throughout the world. I think it was a better. It was better than uh in the lost world yes you kind of got to see them like as you were kind of saying throughout the world like they when they had the the pterodactyls had the perch on the one of the skyscrapers was interesting yes. and seeing kind of seeing them throughout they the also world. seemed very they were creepier to me like the ones that come in, like like dinosaurs are scary but yeah. the ones in dominion were so creepy and it's because they added like the feathers and all this stuff and it yes. just seems so creepy like yeah the details of it yes the details creep me out yeah and i know you were hoping for like las vegas like maybe having like uh raptor like dealing blackjack or something like that but um <laughs> i thought that's what i was expecting yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but uh I, yeah no, i thought i thought it was it was well done in that. I maybe it was a little too much focused on the locust. So the yeah, the big storyline for people that don't know is like basically they're modifying locusts to attack crops, except for the guy who created these locusts. His type of crops are not getting killed by the locusts, so he can kind of uh, get a. That's smart. Um, yeah, that's a good business plan. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it. But they're not really dinosaurs; they're bugs. Yeah. I think that's a lot of the people's complaints. Like when I was reading complaints about it, there was that was a that was the biggest one. I was like, okay, what about the dinosaurs? It's yeah. focused on the bugs, and it brings you into it's like biosyn, right? And so they go there, and that's where it's like based in. That's why that's what I thought was different. It wouldn't be based there, like on their little ground or whatever. I thought it was going to yeah. be like just incidents happening, like in the in our area and our world. And yeah, I yeah. would like to see more of that. I agree. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, one thing I really liked was, as you were mentioning, Malta. Uh, uh-huh. Conveniently, I just went there for my honeymoon uh, like Ooh. two months ago. So it was cool to see, except for I didn't go to any of those underground uh, dinosaur parties that like. Oh, you didn't black go see market. the dino fights? No, oh. <laughs> I didn't see any of the fights. <laughs> well, I was there. You I missed your chance. I think they try to keep out the tourists and stuff like that. So I, I didn't get true. any invites. Uh, That's but true. that part was cool just seeing uh, all the scenes <laughs> from that uh, yeah that was really cool they did yeah. a good job with that but again it didn't that part didn't feel like a jurassic park movie no either, but it was like really cool to watch so it was, it was yeah like but it's, that was more like a uh it almost felt like a jason Bourne type movie or something like it was like the action yeah. between that where they're like chasing them with the <laughs> jumping down the exactly. motorcycles down the sidewalks and going from building to building, jumping through windows and stuff. Yeah, it, it did not feel, it was way too fast-paced. Yeah, uh, so fast-paced, like almost yeah. like watching, I used to like hate watching Transformers because I could not know what's going on. Like they're all yes. fighting each other and it's so fast-paced. And there was parts of that that I was like, okay, what's going on? Like, it's just so much going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I agree. Now we've talked about the movie. I was just curious, dinosaur-wise, um, would you own a bird? Because they're kind of similar to dinosaurs pet wise um 
Probably not. <laughs> birds are really annoying. Yeah, birds you know, are... they're. I was just gonna say they're annoying, but I didn't want to offend anyone who has birds. No, I. Them, but I actually would have judged you more had you said you wanted a bird. So. Oh, uh, you. <laughs> so, long, so when I was a child, I had this recurring dream where, like, I would look out my window. Maybe like more of like early teenage years, I would look out my window, and there was like these half men, half birds, like just like chirping oh, outside my window and scaring the crap out of me. And it was a recurring dream. I think I had it like four or five times, and I was so scared, and it's still so vivid in my head. And that bird that like is in the ice with them that like jumps down, it like reminded me of that dream. So it like scares the crap out of me. And now I would never own a bird or anything like so, that. Scary. And I don't know if you've watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but they have a costume where they're the birds of war. Have you ever seen this? No, I've seen some episodes, but I didn't watch it like religiously. If, so I missed the miss that one. Okay. If you have your computer and you look up, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, birds of uh -huh. war. I think okay. that might be the creature from your nightmares. It probably oh my goodness. is what I, was outside so your I, window. <laughs> Birds of War, you said? Yeah. Yeah, let me look it up right now. If it is, I'm going to dream about it tonight and be very mad. <laughs> no, they look more human. <laughs> These have like, like their faces were kind of human, but the rest of their body was like a bird. It was really I don't know. weird. I don't know. It sounds like this. <laughs> those guys have abs my birds didn't have abs well, they, those are painted on abs I, did, <laughs> I uh i did that as a as a halloween costume one time that outfit so funny i have uh, to watch this episode now because i've seen a few but i haven't seen like all of them yeah that's called i think it's uh the gang wrestles for the troops or something like that they, they do a wrestling like, I match in those there, i auditioned for like five episodes back when wow. i first started yeah and i never got a part in it but they kept calling me back so i kept thinking i was gonna get a part. oh that's the worst i know <laughs> and all of them were like with danny devito which would have been like a dream oh, oh yeah <laughs> all right we'll boycott him we'll boycott him i'll stop uh, watching it. boycott it now forget that show. there we go all right yeah. i'm sorry i'm sorry i brought it up <laughs> we, bo we boycott a between, lot of stuff on this show between that and the bird people and then starting with the shrimp death and the shrimp oh. this is just yeah yeah this has been ruining bad. my I, mood now. they're still chewing on him in there <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah that's sad Steve. too much too much <laughs> yeah, okay uh Jen, also, I want to talk about this, uh, the bar I went to yes, in I'm Chicago. Very about that. Yeah, it's so it's called uh, Replay in Lincoln Park in Chicago. It uh, had a Jurassic themed, Jurassic Park themed uh, kind of pop up section to it. Mm -hmm. And it is a one of those barcades where they have, you know, a bunch of arcade games throughout the bar that you can. So cool. Yeah, play while you're drinking and stuff like that. They also, on the other side of the bar, so this was kind of in its own section. You walk through a little hallway and then it had this drastic theme. On the other side was a, uh, what's the show with the Stranger Things? Stranger Things oh. uh, mm. theme on kind of the other side. I don't, it was a double theme. Double theme. That's really cool because I love Stranger Things too. I'm not as caught up on Stranger Things, so I wasn't getting in that mood for that. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> no, what I want to tell you, so here's what I'll say about it. It was really cool. Um, they did a really nice job. Like this is, it was pretty detailed stuff. So the couple of the things they had was 
Jeff Goldblum standing next to like a fake pile of shit. That is one big pile of shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, they had that. Um, a bunch of signs and stuff. They had some Jurassic Park themed uh, arcades. They had like a little computer room where they're doing um, surgery on a dinosaur. They had Ooh. the movie playing in the background. They had a huge wow. like T-Rex that was, you know, probably 25 feet tall touching the ceiling. Um, that was in the middle of this thing. They had a like a mock-up of a jeep that you could kind of sit in and take pictures it was mostly a thing to take like instagram pictures i noticed wow um yeah a couple raptors and then flipping through the pictures so i'm gonna they had a couple of drinks that you could also order uh specialty drinks so i'll read you out the name of these yes they had the life finds a way uh the clever girl the ah 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 which is uh (laughs) You didn't say the magic word. Um, that's one big pile of shit they had, which <laughs> which is a, which is an aggressive drink to order. Mister DNA Chaos Theory. Well, what's the name of the island? Is a new bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the name of this. And that one had ninety nine bananas and butterscotch. That drink. What was in the pile of shit? Uh, okay, well, that's my pile of shit. Caramel vodka, <laughs> uh, Gifford Vanilla de Madagascar peach liqueur clove and nutmeg syrup and cola oh i was gonna say it better be brown it was brown <laughs> yeah. okay. i was like what is going on oh there? jungle okay. boogie was also in there um oh. yeah a couple of the, yeah so they had some they had some themed drinks unfortunately i didn't see those until i already had a few drinks and i'm like oh. i gotta drive back so <laughs> i didn't partake in those but anyway it was a cool thing uh with your, I, yeah, I did not know about it till you, I saw you post it. And then I, yeah, everybody was tagging me in it. And I was like, oh my goodness, I have to go to this spot. Like, yeah. But then I saw I was in Chicago and I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah. I'm probably not going to make yeah. it. There, so. <laughs> yeah, probably, <laughs> probably not. They I'm glad you got to go though and experience it. I did. I played some pinball there. They had a Jurassic Park pinball. Have you ever played this machine? Oh, no, I have. Oh, the, yes, I have. There, the actual Jurassic Park one, right? Not the Lost World. There was. Oh yeah, correct. The actual Jurassic Park. Yeah, I actually, my friend, I her husband owns one, and then he oh. sold it because I went back to the house and it was gone. What? And yeah, I know. And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Yeah, he's getting rid of his pinball machines." I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" And they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Did they tell you before they sold it or after they sold it? After, like, I went back there and I was like, "Where is it?" I think there's some pictures on my IG with it because the one day I was there and I just took a bunch of pictures with it. And then I went back like a month later and he had sold it. You would think like, they would give you a call first and say, hey, I know. Would you like this? You know, maybe or at least hang on to it for a while. Just for a little. I could do yeah. a GoFundMe to get me it. Exactly. He sold it for I would have like donated. <laughs> <laughs> <I would've laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You would have you could have got enough people, I think. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just to have it and then find room for it. But yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are, One day. Are they doing any more movies or is are they saying this is done now? They're saying it's done. Um, I'm hoping to them to make a live action, but I'm hoping for them to wait a few years so I could get established in the film industry and then get in it. So we're yeah, waiting. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yes. But it'll probably take a while. It's probably like in pre-thoughts right now. Gotcha. Um, but I feel like Star Wars is making all these shows like Mandalorian and all that. I feel yes. like the Jurassic World's gonna do something like that. So that, that would be a good, good show, actually. 
that, like, that's the only thing is they better have a good storyline to go with it yes yeah mm-hmm. the, the movies are just so fast-paced and they you know they got to explain stuff like the mosquito and the amber yeah yeah, yeah what would you like to see a show about like if your ideal Jurassic park themed show what would it be you know, I actually thought about this a lot and I have a few different things, but like I, I looked at Camp Cretaceous and I'm like, how cool was it? Like, I know it's a cartoon, but how they had it like coinciding with Jurassic World. Like, I, that's what I loved about the show. Cause like, so as you're watching the cartoon, you're like, oh, it's like happening exactly where in Jurassic World happening kind of thing. So I was wondering if there's like, maybe there's a way to do storylines based on like it happening during like Jurassic World or something else like something like a story like coinciding with one of the movies mm-hmm. kind of thing and like a show based on it and then other people were saying like you know like um maybe the story of like John Hammond and and them like how it was created or like what happened in between one of my main things was like what happened in between Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic World like something yes. was going on with There's dinosaurs so there's so much time so like I was that was one of my first things I'm like oh maybe the show could be based on characters of like maybe landing on there and living there or something like what's going on between that time kind of thing so and if it's good writing they could do a really good job at it like they did with Camp Cretaceous so so like those were like some of the things that were going on but my main one was like what's going on during that period of time like something had to happen so It could be stories based on that and i would think the show really wouldn't have the characters um like the characters in the movies only like maybe cameos are mentioned but i would think there would be an all new set of characters and stuff yeah. so even if it's flashbacks or something it's going to be new actors and stuff being younger versions of like hammond or whatever yeah similar yeah. to how they do it with the star wars spinoffs and things exactly like that. yeah. so that's what yeah. i was i was thinking in that and so my first thought was like the in between but then just so much more comes like maybe the stories that coincide or maybe like dominion was going on right so like even if it's after that like dinosaurs live among us what's what if it's the show about that like dinosaurs are in your backyard and you have to- <laughs> so like it could just be it there's so many possibilities if they have but they just need a really good writing team which i'm sure they have so that's it's always risky it's like you want more content but you want it to be good content exactly like like mandalorian is the perfect example like it was so good and i'm like okay that's what jurassic needs to do is like have some kind of like spin-off or something but it needs to be amazing yeah so what about a love story spin-off of uh laura dern and samuel (gasps) that would be sweet but i feel like that could be like another spin-off (laughs) <laughs> yeah no it has That's nothing like to do with dinosaurs it's just a their different love show but that would be amazing. <laughs> that should be a movie yeah yeah that was so sweet too like I, the one of my favorite parts about going to see the movie opening night was like the people who go opening like day and like the night before is like the true true fans so i used to sit there and you just like everybody's like screaming and like laughing and like booing or like all that stuff so that was like a really good experience for me because then I saw it like a few weeks later and you didn't get that same feeling with the crowd that just goes to see it like that they're not really Jurassic Park fans you know they're just like enjoying the movie but when you go with the fans it's like such a so when they kissed at the end I'm sorry if it's a spoiler to people who haven't seen it it's like everyone went crazy and it's just like that atmosphere made the movie so much better too yeah that's why you want to see it in theaters for for stuff like that the reactions because yeah. you get the true fans reactions yeah steve did you have any jurassic related questions left for jen 
Um, you know, well, I'm just a bad guy and I didn't see the movie. Oh, no, and I knew you did it because I heard you say something before that I was like, I don't think you saw the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't no, wait for um, him. I couldn't wait for him. Well, once I heard there was an underground dinosaur fight pits, um, that's the spinoff show that I want. <laughs> oh, that's a good, see, that could be another good spinoff show. Yeah, yeah I'd watch that. Uh, <laughs> I would clone dinosaurs just for that. Um, might be cool. You <laughs> could be but... in it. Yeah, exactly. I'll write it. I'll write that script up. <laughs> Do there it. you go. But you could watch it now. It's on like DVD and like I think you could buy it on Voodoo. And I think they just um I think they already did it, but they have like um scenes like deleted scenes. Oh wow. So I think they they have a version with like it's like an uncut version. So it's probably even longer, but it's it'll be interesting. I haven't watched that yet, but it'd be interesting to watch that and see what they took out. So yeah, Steve, you can borrow. <laughs> I have the uncut version on VHS. So you can borrow. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to go buy a VHS player. Yeah. yeah, just do that. Oh, VHS. Speaking of VHS, I'm going to see the last blockbuster in two weeks. I'm going up to Oregon. Oh. Just to go to the last blockbuster. Oh. And to top that off, Jurassic, there's a Jurassic Airbnb in Washington. Yes. So we're driving up there. I'm going to stay at the Airbnb. Awesome. So you'll see video of that soon very so cool nice. very yeah cool. yeah that documentary was cool on that blockbuster i know i haven't seen it i've just been a, i'm obsessed with blockbuster it's like so nostalgic to me i have like shirts and stuff and when i found out about you could even sleep over there apparently yes. you have to be an oregon resident so i oh so i didn't know how to pull that off i know some people there but then they have to sleep there too i think and i don't know them that well so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, start becoming a little friendlier with them or yeah. <laughs> get but a fake id fine, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i know an oregon resident but like can you just say i live with you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but well, at least we get to go and it'll be fun to see that and then to top it off i'll get to go see dinosaurs at the jurassic airbnb yes so, that'll be awesome uh, be fun. so other how about non-jurassic things genders related things anything that's upcoming for you that we should be looking forward to well i it, not to look forward to it too soon, but I am in the midst of writing a Christmas movie that will wow. probably be filmed next year. So I'm in the midst of that. So it won't come out this year. So you'll have to wait a while, but at least that's in the midst. That's what I've been really busy on recently. Um, and a few little horror movies that I might be involved with that will probably come out way faster than my Christmas movie. But so. very cool. I'm a sucker up, up for Christmas movies. Stuff. I mean, too, yeah, that's why I was like, I, I just one day had this Christmas idea and my friend who actually worked with the writer of Coda, she, so she's like an experience with writing and I didn't think she was going to say yes. And she was like, oh yeah, like, sure. I'll write it with you. And I was like, okay. Awesome. So, yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. I'm obsessed with Christmas movies now. What are your top three favorite Christmas movies? Um, my favorite all-time Christmas movie is Scrooged with Bill Murray. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I love that movie. Yep. Um, I would say I would say Elf. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Good one. And one of my favorites, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, is like oh, yes. top. That's the best. And then of course there's like um, Home Alone and all that. But I'm a Christmas geek, so like I watch all the Hallmark ones. I watch the Netflix funnier versions. Like I just I'll start watching like maybe 
early November and I won't stop till like end of January and people are like stop. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Even now I put on a Christmas movie the other day because it just popped up on my Hulu and I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Uh, I think you're ready to write one then. There was <laughs> and so yeah, exactly. I'm all Christmassy. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> there was two recently that I saw that I liked. I don't know if you've seen these. Probably, uh, but which uh, one? Eight. Did you see Eight Bit Christmas? Yes, I did. That was okay. really good. Uh, uh, yeah. Did you see Feast of Seven Fishes? No, I see. I didn't see that. You got me. That one is that one is up there on my favorite Christmas movies. Maybe in like top ten. Wow, I never even heard of it. It uh, it came out maybe like two or three years ago. Feast. I'm, I'm gonna double check that name. But as the Christmas season is coming around, and then there's you know there's not uh, <laughs> another. Jurassic movie coming out for a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Feast of Seven Fishes. Okay. The, um, yeah, 2018 it came out. Okay, so I'm gonna look at that. Yeah, and that's you stopped me because people always like you. Don't, you didn't see this Christmas movie. I'm like, no, I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. And then you stopped me. <laughs> no, this this one's good. I my version of that is I do a Christmas uh, song every year that I record with my friend. Oh. And I'm not a great singer. Uh, and he is, he's a good singer, but uh, we, that's like our little, that's, I can't, you know, create, I can't write a Christmas movie, but uh-huh. I can poorly record one and then so maybe you're going to need to be on, on my show. Christmas movie soundtrack. Yes, I did. <laughs> this, you need a custom song. Yeah, if you need a custom song, Jen, here's the thing. We wrote one. It's going to come out this Christmas time. And it's about oh. um, Frosty the Snowman coming back to steal your girl. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, he comes back and he's like, you know, he takes a guy's girlfriend, basically. So he's not oh, so happy I that that, uh, that he's back in town. Maybe we could put it in the credits of my credits. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and at the end of the credits. At the end of the credits, depending on the quality, is where it goes in the credits. <laughs> it's not out yet, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk. All right. Well, I don't want to keep you too long, Jed. I really appreciate you coming on. Oh, no, of course. It's so fun to be on this one. Perfect. Glad mm. to hear it. And uh, everybody check out Late Hollywood Late Night with Rocco and Jen and Jurassic <laughs> Jen. <laughs> That's what it's going to be, and Jen and Jurassic Jen. <laughs> and Jen and Jurassic Jen, exactly. <laughs> Depending on which persona you want to go with. Exactly. Yes. And then you can find that on iTunes or the Apple podcast app and also YouTube uh, now. It seems like, yes. yeah, you seem to be doing like monthly, but you're trying to do it more than that yeah we were doing it more consistently like weekly yeah. but now it's becoming like monthly because it's like traveling like we're both yeah. traveling we have to be like but now we're trying to do it more weekly again so hopefully we'll get there okay we'll sounds see. good and, and tell uh rockway i want some of the rocco cello okay okay i will yeah i <laughs> will perfect. he's gonna I mean, love that actually for sure okay perfect. maybe you guys could come on our podcast i'd love to Uh-oh. okay i'll talk to him for Cross sure okay. that'll be fun crossover <laughs> <laughs> all right great thank you so much jen thank and you at, uh, at thank you jen on instagram too don't forget about that at jurassic.gen right is it still jurassic. yes, gen? yeah someone yeah. stole the yeah. other one yeah yeah yeah. Oh, <laughs> gosh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah perfect all right thank you no problem bye guys all right, all right bye. bye hi this is billy bob thornton welcome to my official website and as sage says what's up all right, great. That was Jurassic Gen. Always a fun time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Steedo, there's something big I wanted to talk about here. 
Jake, go for it. I thought you would love it because okay. it has something that I love, something you kind of love, and then something you really love. Uh, um, I'm talking about I know Penn what it Gillette. is. You know Penn Jillette of Penn of Penn and Teller. Do you know Penn Jillette? Uh, I thought it was butter pecan ice cream. I do also love that. Unrelated to this, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, Penn is a, one of the guys. I don't know which one. He's the one that talks. He's the bigger guy. I, I've never watched their show, so. Okay. First of all, you're missing out. They're probably like the best magicians out there. Um, I think they have the longest Cooge, running. Cooge Magic is the best. Magician well, okay. Sorry. Other than Cooge Magic, uh, former guest. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. Other than Cooge Magic, who's been a former guest on Chub Stuff. Uh, I follow him at Cooge Magic on Instagram. Other than Cooge Magic, Penn and Teller, you know, top tier uh, magicians. Anyway, Penn is a big guy. He's 6'7". Yes, I know there's a little guy and a big guy. Little guy, yeah. So Penn's the big guy. Teller is the smaller guy who doesn't talk. That's like his whole thing. He, he talks in real life, uh, but when he's on stage, he does not talk. That's kind of his persona. Okay. Which is kind of like Pat has been Teller uh, for the past couple months on the show. Um, so Penn uh, had, was a large man. He was a very large man. He was, I think, pushing three bills. I think three, I have it written down here. I'm going to go back to my notes. He was 330. Okay. Uh, six, seven, I mean, keep in mind, six, seven, 330 is not as that's crazy. That's not but, that crazy, yeah. But it's still, that's a lot of weight still. Yeah. Uh, so he had to undergo a heart surgery for a blocked artery. Huh. And he decided to kind of revamp his health lifestyle because he's like, it's, you know, uh, this is not healthy for me. They wanted him to get, I think the gastric bypass surgery. And he's like, I'm going to yeah. try something else first. What do you think he ate Steed for to start his diet which happened in 2015? He ate something for only two weeks straight. He only ate this thing. What do you think it was? Bananas. Potatoes. Oh, son of a biscuit. This guy's potatoes, your favorite, your favorite potatoes. And he probably lost, he's probably didn't even need the surgery. So he ended up eating only plain potatoes for two weeks straight. So apparently this guy, yeah, I know. So this guy, I think is Joel Furman is his name. He's a former NASA guy, like Bryn Flakes, who I record the Christmas songs with every year former NASA guy as well but this oh, guy yeah. turned NASA guy to a nutrition diet instead of uh Bryn who turned NASA guy into a douchebag um <laughs> get it bro okay but uh so Penn, <laughs> uh Penn eats uh potatoes for two weeks only no salt no butter literally just boiled or baked like straight up like no That's additives at all two weeks straight lost 14 pounds in 14 days that's pretty good. Pound a day. Yes. And then he kind of went on a normal diet after that. Like, you know, just kind of, but basically what he was saying is he, they needed a, him to pick one food and just eat that straight for two weeks. And I think he picked potato because it was a funny sounding thing. Potato is a funny <laughs> thing. Uh, but he kept off the hundred pounds. He's a hundred pounds lighter to this day. Wow. So it started with this. And what the thought was, is that if you eat something just plain for like two weeks, a lot of your cravings go away. So yeah. Like his craving for sweets or salt or certain fats and things like that kind of went away. Huh. So kind of like a reset on 
his on his uh you know what he had taste for that is wild and this jay you're not gonna believe it yeah this is a pro podcast move right here what i actually wanted to talk about was me going on an all meat diet bing bong <laughs> bing bong good transition but, no well i mean that's insane that he did that i wonder if meat would do the same thing but meat is so delicious yeah, I mean, there are definitely people that kind of do a straight meat diet. He, what he did say, though, I, I saw one of his quotes, quotes that said, if you are getting your dietary advice from a Las Vegas magician, <laughs> you need to reevaluate <laughs> yourself. <laughs> so, so as I'm saying this, don't, uh, you know, don't follow him too closely, but uh, go ahead and, you know, I just wanted to give the- I'm going to say go for out. it. If you got 14 14- honestly i could lose 14 pounds right now <laughs> i'm pushing I, two hundo i'm pushing I, two hundo on the scales yeah it's all it's pure lean olive oil yeah i mean beef. it's pure diesel like i've been dr- yeah. injecting diesel fuel into my biceps <laughs> yeah and it's been working yeah but yeah i could cut i'll be the first guy to admit that <laughs> that's, that's very big of you that's very big of you. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to go all meat. Nice, Jay. We and, uh, yeah, I looked it up, and apparently you won't even die. Okay, good. <laughs> for how long? Uh, people have done it for... Uh, there's one guy. He's like the most famous all meat diet guy. He's like an Olympic rower. He's 50 years old, and he set like world yep. ro- rowing records. And he says he eats all meat. Okay. Well, just because you die doesn't mean it's healthy for you. As I, when I was a guest on the uh, Adam and Dr. Drew podcast uh, a couple of years ago, uh, when I talked to Dr. Drew about surviving on ice cream only, yeah, he mentioned to me. I think I've, I've talked about this on the show. I know on the podcast before, but you can survive indefinitely on on ice cream cones. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you're going to feel good. So this actually says you're going to feel great. Okay. Well, there you go. The only concern is that you have a risk of colon cancer. Um, You get a higher risk of colon cancer because you don't have some vegetables. You don't, you're not consuming things that inhibit colon cancer. Got it. So you just get like a colonoscopy once a week and you're good. I think if you do the thing, what's it called? Or you spray water up there. Enema. Um, yeah, you do an enema like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street. You should be fine. Gotcha. Uh, apparently, it's very good for your beneficial bacteria. Yeah. And you, you're still allowed to eat eggs and stuff. And as we learned in one episode, you can eat eggs. They have like all the nutrients. I can't remember what we were talking about, but I remember that we decided if you had to eat something, it was eggs. To me, if it's meat, you got to have a steak only. Like I want to eat, you're doing I mean, steak the chicken only, no eggs out. out. Yeah, I did this, find this thing and it said like, here's a, let me see if, I, I think I still have it up. It had like a, uh, whatever, mock meal or like a mock day, like what you might eat on an all meat diet. Okay. And it, I'm trying to find this it's pretty ridiculous. Okay. 
Uh, oh my well, you're, well, you're looking that up, Steve. Here's what I'm going to say is that my, I have no problem with people dieting and eating healthy. I think that's fantastic. You think um, meat's healthy? Well, I'm just, I think it is healthy to pay attention to what you're eating, right? And not always just eat everything that's in front of you and, you know, pay somewhat attention to that. I think that's always a good idea, right? I don't necessarily think that eating an all plant-based diet is healthier. It's more that they're paying attention to what they're eating. Um, yeah. But what is the most annoying thing for me is just if you're on a strict diet, just like, I better not know about it when we're going out to eat or oh, when you're God. coming over my, cause it's just like, I don't want to hear about the constant, like that just becomes a topic no matter what of, yeah. oh, I've, you know, I don't know if I should order that or though there's not enough, you know, options. And you're like, just order the damn the thing that's on the menu that you're going to get. Just get it and don't tell me about it. Yeah. Get it I don't, I just don't need to hear the million explanations for why you're getting the, uh, the shitty side of soup that shouldn't <laughs> be a meal, but you're getting it as your meal because I just want to hear about it. That's all I'm yeah. saying. But yeah. you do whatever you want. I just, you know, keep it to yourself. Yeah. And if you are all meat, this is what you can do. Here's, here's a diet, diet plan, meal plan. Yeah. Uh, breakfast, you get scrambled eggs and bacon. Okay. Or Classic. if you're going with Jared's, you skip the eggs, double down on the bacon. Five pieces of bacon. I would go seven. Okay. Seven pieces of bacon, let's say, for breakfast. Um, lunch, you can have a ribeye steak. Just okay. a casual lunch steak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not a lean one, too, a ribeye. <laughs> yeah. Or you can have a chicken liver. Oh, good. Great. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with the steak. If First of all, <laughs> again, this is another thing where if you're working in an office and you show up and you're eating chicken liver for lunch, you're, that's, gonna, that's a tough one. For steak every day, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? In steak, and steak. The problem also with steak is like reheating steak is not great. Like, it's I not actually really as good. like reheated steak. I don't, I don't mind it, but it is compared to other foods reheated, it's worse. It's got to be a thick cut. Yeah, that's true because you end up be cooking it too much if you if it's not yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so then for a snack, you can have a cup of bone broth. Oh god, which that one I think you'll allow. Um, and for dinner, you just get to eat a hamburger patty. Okay. You know, you don't get the bread or anything. Uh, or you can have another ribeye steak. Okay, good. The Those problem, are the only options. Yeah, here's the problem with that, Steve, is that without the without the buns, you really can't force everything together. Like it's hard to eat an open face burger well, with all no, the toppings you're and not, stuff. You're not. You don't have toppings. Yeah, but I don't really like the burger, though. I need the toppings. You can do, like, salt and pepper. It said, like, spices don't count. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that rule. I don't know who made this rule up. Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll try it out, Steve. Try it out this week. It might Honestly, increase your grocery budget feel... a little bit. I basically don't eat any. I mean, I eat potatoes. That's, like, my vegetable. That's it. You don't, you don't, vegetables are for chips, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anybody ever seen Shaq eat a celery I've, stick? I've only seen him eat whole hawks of ham. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly the point. All right. We're going to wrap it up there. Uh, episodes every Thursday on all platforms. Uh, thank you, Jurassic um, Jen, for being on the show. Fantastic. At Jurassic.Jen on instagram 
email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com rate the show on the spotify app we're on spotify Don't people everybody's been talking about that everybody knows that but everybody on spotify uh the show has ended be gone now you know you got to go peace this is yasin